Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. Oh, I thought we were still dancing, my fault. What up, what up? We're back. Man, weird, man. Let's get it. We got my man, Phil Forte. Decent shooter. Decent shooter. You know what I mean? So before we even get to St. Louis, we got to mm-hmm. talk about the tweet of the summer. All right? Got to talk about it. You know what I'm talking about, right? Which tweet? The tweet that Coach Underwood put out. Oh, he he heard from me on that. Trust me. <laughs> he he was quick to get a text from me, and that, the best part about it was the group chat between me, him, and Tyler, his son. That was that was the best part behind the scenes. But so the tweet, um, so yeah, it, it took once I saw it, it took about thirty seconds for me to pull my phone out and send him a text. <laughs> so the context for those that didn't see it, there was a tweet by Brad Underwood yeah. that said that this person on his team now, I believe, was it Yoli? He's talking about who's he talking about here? I think it might yeah, have been. It won the train. He had a transfer coming. He was no, plumber. The kid from uh, okay, it was yeah, yeah, it was plumber. Yeah. Yes, it was plumber. Yeah. He said he's like yeah. best shooter he's seen or best shooter he's coached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think it was coached. 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 I think it was coached, and that that kind of hit a point for Phil. So go yeah. go ahead and talk about it real quick before we get to St. Louis. Just talk about no, it. Real it. Quick. Oh, he got a text from me here really quick after I saw that tweet. But um, yeah, it's I definitely the. <clears throat> felt some type of way about that. And the best part was, I can't say to the complete extent what went on in the group chat between me, him, and Tyler Underwood, but that whole day was uh, pure comedy in our group chat. But uh, yeah, I, I, I did. I, I was kind of hurt by that. You had to, set, you had to set him straight. I, I had to let him know pretty quick. I had to let him know pretty quick. I will say I was with I, – I was at Illinois on Saturday. I watched yeah. – Fonzo Plummer and talking to Tyler Underwood pregame and tell you what, man, Fonzo Plummer can shoot the ball. I don't know if he can shoot it like Phil Forte, but that kid can that kid can shoot the ball. So, man, I I haven't seen him. I haven't had the chance to watch Illinois play a whole lot. Um, but that's just me. I didn't do a lot of things well, but I did shoot the ball well. So I I take a lot of pride in that. 
maybe couldn't guard a soul, but I'd sit in the corner and make some shots. So, <laughs> so speaking um, of making shots, your leading scorer on this year's team, have you given him any tidbits? Is he is he watch your old videos? You have a guy on your team that's a shooter similar to you. Just talk about him for a little bit before we get to the rest of the team and, and, and YC, the player of the week. Yeah, you know, Gibson, Jimerson, um, the thing about him is his work ethic is is unbelievable. You know, he's in the gym every day, 6 a.m. Reminds me a, a lot of myself, you know, has a very strict regimen on what he does. And um, the good thing is, is a lot of the stuff we run, we ran when I played for Coach Ford. Mm. And and so when we he comes in, we watch film, it just happens to be I'll show him a lot of the things that I did when I was in his shoes, because now he's going from a guy who was kind of a spot up guy on the perimeter. It's now we're leading scorer. And now you're getting face guarded. Teams are trying to deny you. They're not helping. That's kind of frustrating for the first time that you have to go through that. Mm-hmm. And so just trying to help him out through that process, because your first time you go through it, it, it is difficult. Um, but it also helps you play the point guard like Yuri Collins. So uh, those two complement each other pretty well. No doubt. Kev? Yeah, take me through, obviously, losing Javante Perkins in the yeah. you run-up to the season was was devastating. And just, like, it sucked for college basketball. It sucked for him as a guy who came back and wanted to use his fifth year. But you guys had to adjust a lot of what you do because so much of your offense was built around getting him shots. Like, take me through the days after – you know, losing him and and what the what what the process was like to figure out how you guys were gonna change things to still be successful like you've been so far this season. Yeah, you know, Kevin, it, it is because Javante was a guy who was probably gonna average twenty points a game this year, and so yeah, when you lose that, you kind of have to tweak some things and reinvent yourself a little bit. Um, you know, because for us, we had a lot of guys who returned and who had been here, but maybe didn't have the role they do now. And so trying to figure out uh, their new role when you lose a guy who's going to average 20 points a game. And, um, you know, it does help when you have a point guard like Yuri, who um, obviously everyone sees the points, the 19 assists, but just his presence on the floor um, and making everybody else better. And so we've got some other guys step up, too, and it's a process. I mean, we're just trying to get better every game every week and our schedule has been extremely brutal and it doesn't get any easier this saturday um when we play auburn but um just kind of been a day-by-day thing and just trying to you know kind of find our our new identity we kind of had to do that and it did happen early enough in the season to where it gives us some time to kind of figure that out but our guys have stepped up they've accepted the challenge and just try to take it you know day by day the best we can so we got the mid-major Player of the week, Yuri Collins, seven and seven, 14 points, 19 assists. Talk about not only him as a person and player, but talk about that performance. Like, again, we talked about it earlier, I think, on the show. Like, we played a lot of ball and watched a lot of ball. Well, Kevin hasn't played a lot of ball. He has in the rec center, though. I shouldn't say that. In a I'm real saying, center. Come on. That's where the real hoopers are at. So yeah, that's where, that's where the real hoopers are for, yeah, for the moment. We'll say that. <laughs> uh, but 19 assists doesn't happen very often in an NBA game, let alone a college game. And we know, me and you talked about this earlier, 19 assists is probably one more than your entire college yeah. and high school career. Might be more than one more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. 10 more. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it you know, the thing with, with Yuri is, you know, he lives it, loves it, breathes it every day. 
know, he watches film every day. He comes in, watches extra film on who we're playing or the games that we played or practice. Um, he's in the gym every day, you know, working on his game. And so it, it doesn't surprise me, you know, that the game that he had, you know, everyone sees the one game, but that was, you know, a whole off season of work for that one moment. And um, he makes it look easy. You know, the 19 assists, I know it sounds crazy, but he just made the right play every time. And yeah, he had 19 assists, but he also only had two turnovers because he just let it come and took what the defense gave him. And, um, you know, I've played with two guys that got drafted, you know, Marcus, obviously, and Jawan. And you know, he's right up there with them. You know, I think he's one of the best pure point guards in the country and that I've ever been around. And uh, I know I said it a little bit earlier, not just the points, the assists, but just his presence on the floor is what makes him so special for us. And um, when he's on, on the floor, it's contagious. It was confidence and um, his play and his awareness, it all rubs off on everybody else. And everything that's happened to him so far, he's deserved because he's worked his butt off in the offseason for it. All right, so I'm going to let you introduce him. We're going to bring him in. The player, mid-major player of the week, Phil Forte is about to introduce The St. Louis hometown kid. YC, where you at? Boom, there he is. Let's go. Hey, I will say, I will say, here's the thing. Here's the thing with YC, though. So I was a GA at St. Louis for two years. Left, you know, came back. So I was here when Yuri was coming on his visit. So I was never a GA when he played here. When I was a GA, I had to run scout team. So I've run scout team you know, the last two years. And he's very lucky he didn't have to guard my <laughs> scout team. He is. He's pretty lucky he missed. I was just out of my prime. I was just out of my prime back then. So he did just miss out on that. Well, I see. What would that have looked like in real life? Terrible. I, he wouldn't have got a shot up, one bed, or bounced a ball or nothing, anything. And he well, knows he there's a, guard Hey, himself. there's a thing called YouTube, bro. You need to go look it up. There's a thing called YouTube. There's a thing called YouTube. <laughs> uh, we're gonna let Phil bounce out of here. Kevin, you got anything else for Phil? Nah, man. Let's let's get to let's get to the real start of the show. No offense. Though. That's right. That's right. Yeah, All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. All right, YC. What's good, my man? St. Louis finest. You're back home, uh, leading the troops. You look you lost one of your best players on the team. Uh, how has this team been able to rally the way it has to this hot start? Eight and two. You beat uh, some really good teams. Obviously, uh, you're mid-major player of the week. That's why you're here. You just had a big-time game. But what is it about this team, and how have you guys been able to rally despite losing one of your best players? Um, losing Javante was a big piece. But um, at the end of the day, we talked about it. Uh, it wasn't just about Javante. We still had the same goals and, and all the same things we wanted to do with Javante. So with him um, leaving, things didn't change. It just uh, – it just introduced us, and we knew like other players have to step up in a, uh, in a different position. Right. Okay. So, 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 take me through 19 assists in a game. How how cognizant of of it were you throughout the game? Like, what your number was at? Did you have any idea that you were just kind of putting up this this crazy assist game, or was it? Did you did someone like tell you with like five minutes left, like like holy shit, like you've got 19 assists, you got 17 assists, whatever. No, um, I really didn't know. I always try to check my turnovers throughout the game, throughout media timeouts, see how many turnovers I got. And during one of the media timeouts, uh, one of my coaches, he told me I had two turnovers. And then he added, and you got eight assists. 
So when he told me that, I, I heard it, but it didn't really like click. I'm like, okay, I just, I was in the middle of the game. And then the second half came and I mean, things were still going, still going. And I think it was the four minute media mark and Fred had came behind me in the media timeout. He was like, bro, you got 17 assists. And I mean, I was locked in at the time and I ain't like really, I'm like, all right, bro. So then um, I ended up going out after the media. I got another assist and they showed on a on the jumbo screen or whatever. Like Yuri Collins has tied the the record and I was like, whoa, like at that moment, then that's when it hit. And it really hit because Jay Nez, he was all in my face, like, bro, you like, do you know what you just did? Like he like he just couldn't believe it. Like he was talking about it for that last four minutes. And then um Coach had ended up bringing us over or whatever, and he was telling the guys, shoot the ball, shoot the ball, let, like, Geary to break this assist record. So, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a nice moment. Did, did you hunt a 20th? Were you, were you shooting for 20? No, not really, but now that I think about it, 20 would have been – that would have been good. But I wasn't hunting <laughs> 20. I was, I was really hunting – I was hunting 19. <laughs> 19 has got a good ring to it though. 19's got yeah. a good ring to it. Um, what's your career high in assists? Your is this the highest assist total you've ever had? Yeah, 19 is it, yep. Yep, that's 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 yeah. that's a good high to have. Now, is there a player that you study at the next level or even at the college level growing up? Is there a guy that you grew up watching that you study that you kind of look to emulate, or is it just all kind of come from uh just playing and, and organic? Yeah, it, it really all came from just playing the game of basketball. Uh, since I was young, I was playing two, three grades up, so I was always the lookout on the court. So it was always how I'm going to be effective on the court, how I'm going to make plays. And and I don't know, with me being so little, I couldn't always get my shot off. I couldn't always get to the hole. So making those passes and seeing the next play, stuff like that, is how it developed. And, I mean, um, growing up, I was watching a lot of Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne Wade, he's not a, a passer like me, but that was just a guy that I – I like to watch, but then as I got older and started to look at guys who played a little bit similar to my game, I was watching some Chris Paul, some, some Rondo, Jason Williams. I was watching some Magic Johnson, all those guys who passed the bar real good. But um, like right now, I'm watching a lot of Chris Paul because I feel like I can take on his game in many different ways. It's a great one, watch. One, one guy, one thing that Chris Paul does well that people don't always talk about is, is defense. And I think your defense is, you know, a huge part of your game. I think something that you were really known for last year was your ability to get, you know, get stops on that end of the floor. Talk about the pride you take uh, in, in getting stops and getting down on a stance on defense and you know, what it means, what it means for you. And especially kind of this, the, the St. Louis program under coach Ford. I know it's kind of a thing that's always been emphasized how tough you guys are, how physical you guys are. Talk about the defensive end and, and how much pride you take in it. Yeah, for me, it's just a pride thing. Uh, I don't like being scored on. Like, I just don't like that feeling. Um, some people don't really care if they get scored on. They feel like, all right, I'm going to go get another bucket. But for me, it's like I'm going to get this stop. Like, I, I want this stop. And, I mean, that's just the mentality I got. And then with a plan on the coach like Coach Ford, he take pride in, in defense as well. So that does nothing but push me even harder to want to play defense. I know uh... – I know Javante has been a, a big leader for you guys, even after he went down with the with the injury. But you know, on the court, you know, what 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 has your leadership role evolved into now that you're 
you know, one of the veteran guys who's out there and the point guard and, and the guy who needs to, to lead the team. Can you talk about that and also what Javante's done off the court for you guys? Yeah, with Javante being hurt, um, I had to step up in a, in a big way. Um, I'm like a coach forward on the court. Uh, man, I'm I'm doing a lot of things I wasn't doing my freshman or sophomore year. Uh, I got to make sure everything is going right, everything is flowing right. I got to keep my guys under control. I got to make sure when things aren't going bad, I keep um, guys head right um, and all the little stuff. I mean, it's stuff some people don't see that I have to make sure that my teammates are on top of. But um, besides that, Javante, with him being hurt and, and really not being able to play and practice with us, he's been um, good for us outside the court. Um, he's always around in the locker room and practice. Um, he texts in a group chat when we're on the road and stuff. Um, I mean, Javante, he, he a good dude. So, I mean, he going to always bring positive energy no matter what. Yuri, we're almost done with the interview. We always like to ask about a funny story. So, if you got one on Phil, you can always tell that. Or Coach Tate, because he's been on the show too. But uh, Coach Ford, you can tell one about being in the loo and you had you, you forgot to put, like, 10 people on the pass list because you got so many people trying to come to the game and come to your – Come watch you play. Uh, anything funny that you have that just shows a little different side of uh, of what goes on either behind the scenes at St. Louis or in your world. I know I'm putting you on the spot with that one. I know I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> you can't tell uh, everything in the group chat either because the group chat can get a little, you know. Yeah. Actually, I can I can go ahead and give you one on Coach Tate. Um, this just happened right before the Boston College game. We normally watch um, – we normally watch out of bounds and stuff plays before we go to dinner or whatever the day before the game after practice. So we all go in the locker room and we waiting on Coach Tate to come in. And he's like late behind all the other assistant coaches and players. So he come in and we ready to watch film and he just start talking and like Coach Tate funny, like he just a funny dude, like everything no like No doubt. He just, yeah, he <laughs> that dude funny. So we in there and he he tell our, our film guy, Brad, he like, hey, Brad, man, drop this. So we like, we looking like, drop this. Like, we in a music video or something? But he talking about, <laughs> he talking about drop the drop the, uh, the film. So Brad started playing it. He say, man, Brad, cut this off. He like, uh, man, we ain't, ain't about none of these X's and O's and da-da-da. Like, if y'all want to win the game, y'all going to come out here and play. So we, man, it, it was just a funny moment at the time because, he talking about drop this, and we all in the locker room looking like, man, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> but yeah, Coach Tate, man, he makes us laugh every day. He, he a good dude to be around. He he funny for sure, and he he don't even know he's funny sometimes, but he a funny dude. He just got it, he got it. So yeah, head coach Corey Tate, one of the best former JUCO head coach. Uh, we love Coach Tate over here. He's a friend of friend of the, uh, all access friend of mine. But uh, yeah, man, thanks again, Yuri. For coming on, taking the time. We know you got plenty of stuff to do with books and basketball. We know you had an exam earlier today. How did that go, by the way? Real good, real good. good. Yeah, appreciate you yeah. putting books first. We were going to try to get you on earlier. You took care of your books. We respect it, man. We're rooting for you. Keep up the great work. And you put in St. Louis, your hometown city, and the program on the map. And uh, keep up the great work, man. For sure. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. Yep. All right, mid-major player of the week, along with assistant coach Phil Forte. We always love to have Kev break it down. I still, I still would love to uh, 
love to watch Phil Forte versus Yuri Collins. I don't know how we got to set this up. Not, not, not as allowed anymore with the five on five and the scout because he's assistant coach. But man, we need to have him like we had to do like a one on one over the summer or something. I mean, we can make it happen. We can make make it scream it live. But no, good, good for him, man. He's been special. Yuri has stepped up in a big way in a, in a time of need for this program with Javante out. And that's big time. And also, shout out to, uh, to Phil, I mean, it's, I, I know we talked about this over the summer, but, you know, obviously Ford Stewart, who's on staff there, tragically lost his life uh, pretty suddenly. He's a young guy. He's a guy I knew a little bit, had, you know, a great deal of respect for just a guy who you could tell was a special guy in this business. And him and him and Forte were, were walk-ons together or not walk-ons. Forte was on a walk-on. He's a, he's a bucket, but those dudes were, were teammates together at Oklahoma state nope. came up in the profession together and, it is very, you know, very cool that that Phil got to take Ford's yep. spot on staff and yep. carrying on the legacy. I know he's he's missed every day. He was Travis Ford's nephew, so obviously very near and dear to the hearts of that program for a number of reasons. But you know, thinking of the the the, the family there always because that that was a kind of incomprehensible loss so early. Was a lot a lot of losses in the basketball community and you know, Lou Hill, and Anthony Stewart, and all those guys who were you know very impactful, but. Fort Stewart was a guy who was who was special, and, and we'll miss him and miss him every day. And hopefully, uh, you know, I'm glad that glad that Phil Forte gets to be the guy that, that carries on in, in his legacy at, at St. Louis. So, just wanted to put that out there as well. Yeah, well said. We and Phil talked about it earlier, and meant to bring it up when he was on, but probably better to do it this way. Um, yeah, teammate, almost like a best friend of Phil. Um, I think they lived together in St. Louis. Yeah, he lived together when he was a GA. When he was a GA. Uh, I know we got close. They got closer in a different way from playing together uh, professionally. And he got close with um, his family. And, you know, Phil's able to kind of step in and still support as a um, uncle, so to speak, to um, to his wife and to uh, little ones there. So I'm, I'm just uh, I, I think you said it best. I don't want to say too much, but Phil was the perfect guy to replace um, someone that's irreplaceable, but at least to be able to represent that legacy and represent that bond and that friendship. And um, yeah, it's only right. So glad Phil's there and um, Travis Ford, uh, tough, tough loss for him to be able to lose a family member like that. So to be able to bring in another one and Phil, a former player uh, only seemed right. So yeah, magic there um, for sure. And uh, this team is playing with magic, man. I got to give them credit. Again, you lose your best player. I don't care what team you're on. I don't care what level if you're, Junior high, high school, the peewee league, uh, NBA, you lose your best player, it's hard to keep it going. For this team to play as inspired as they have, says a lot about uh, the leadership of Travis Ford and staff and a lot about the character of these players. So look forward to keep watching St. Louis, doing big things this year. A-10 is a tough league. We talked about it earlier, but they are at the top, and I believe they'll keep fighting their way in, mainly because of their ability to defend, and they bought it on that end. So. Uh, salute to the Billy. They, they have a decent point guard too, so that helps. They do, and they got a, and they got Phil Forte, two point three, or something, <laughs> one point nine. <laughs> oh man, that's when you know it's late. That's when you know it's time to go. It's been fun, Sweeney. You know where to catch them. Uh, you know where to find these episodes: Apple, Spotify, YouTube, uh, any of your favorite podcast locations. And we'll be back next week. More Sweeney Seven and more guests. We out. 
Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.